Welcome everybody to the show. You know what it is. Absent-minded watches. This you know is, what it do. <laughs> this is your host, Ethan Newbolt. With me as always, my co-host, the beautiful, the gorgeous, the intelligent, oh. Travis Stockton. After that intro, I felt like I needed to put my hat back on. Ray Charles on. We're bumping today. <laughs> we in it. And my other co-host, Andrew Crandall. You're just coming with the energy today. The, it's almost a little aggressive. The... Oh, what's a good the movie thing? we watched was a little aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's just transferred over. The, the handsome, the the, the Morty suave, to your Rick, the debonair Andrew Crandall at Andrew Loves Video Games. Wait, why am I the Morty? Do you really feel like a Rick? I don't yeah. even know if I feel like a Rick. <laughs> like, whoa, too much confidence there. To my Rick. <laughs> Each and every week, we get together and we watch a video game movie. And then we laugh, talk about it, kind of review it. And we also now have entertainment, movie industry, news, rumors, some maybe theatrical release dates, or just something that we find interesting that we want to talk about that isn't video game related. We save that for our regular show, Absent Minded Podcast. You can go find that at absentmindedpodcast.com. I mean, the movies we watch inherently right now are video game related. But that will end one day. Yeah, we're, don't, don't, those are going to be think, dark days. Don't, don't look into much of the details of what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> but you can find the latest episodes of our main show at AbsentMindedPodcast.com. Don't forget to leave us a voice message, a question, comment, topic of discussion. We will definitely play that on the air if you like. Or pretty soon we'll have a way you can type in a message, I guess. So you don't have Questions to, at AbsentMindedPodcast.com. Yeah, so you don't have to use your voice if maybe you're a little shy about having your voice played on a media platform, which is totally fine. Took us a little while to get comfortable. Now we love it. We crave it. It's like a sort of substance that we can't get enough of. And make sure you visit our Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, and Facebook. Give us a like, follow, and subscribe. Also a nice five-star rating on all those podcast platforms. Please, they really help us out. Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah, call your mom. Call your dad. Yeah, yeah. This week on Absent Minded Watches, we watched the controversial movie, if I do say so myself. I don't know why people have such a big problem Postal. With this. I think it's just the... the As a white Caucasian male, I saw no <laughs> issue with any of the content in this film. I think it was more that Postal 2 being controversial at the time that it came out and then it was just like holy fuck they're making a movie out of this yeah and drew so he's the only one that has played postal i've never played postal oh you haven't no i just knew about it because i remember it was back in the x-play days Mm -hmm. they would talk about it you know in kind of an infamous way i remember this was one of those video games that i think like the moms were kind of up in arms about that it was a little bit too much just like the the grand theft autos well yeah i mean because in the game most of you're doing is just running around shooting shit and taking pee on things you pee on? Yeah, okay. that was... Okay, well... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no one remembers Manhunt. I it's remember a, Manhunt. That was the real controversial game back in the day. That's true. I don't. Along with... Manhunt the, was the game where you were basically... You were like a serial killer, yeah. <laughs> it was also by Rockstar, and yeah, I think in the first game, in. you like break out of a prison, and you like... It's like just like really brutal mm-hmm. murders that you commit and stuff. Ceaseless, no, just ceaseless. Not just no. like Hitman. Yeah, like, I thought no, it was, no, that, that, that's just a guy, though. Like, he's a Hitman. He just hired, killed... No. I thought it was that like you got kidnapped and the guy put you in there and yeah. I don't. I mean, Manhunt one and two both have different story main characters, I think, okay. or whatever. I only remember playing Manhunt two because that was the one that like I could get on PSP and <laughs> wasn't supposed to play it, so I played it. Yeah. Well, before right. before we get into postal talking about that, I would like to go over 
what have you guys been watching this week? Anything you you feel like worth mentioning? I finally finished Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. I feel like you've been talking How about this show for was a long it? time. I mentioned it one other time. No, I'm pretty sure you mentioned no, it. No, because the last time I mentioned it was, oh, I think I mentioned couple, it once on your times. show and then once on Sorry. the main show. A couple times. Because I had said last week that I Not I that I'm like ragging. I, I, I do yeah. want to I remember you talking it, about twice. But, yeah. A couple but, of times. Uh, yeah. I did finally finish it. Good. It was, uh, good. it was very good. There's one episode in particular I was shocked at how good it was. Like it, And it, from everything I've read online, it's the the episode that everyone's like, whoa. Like it kind of like really set itself apart from mm-hmm. the, the rest of the series. The tone was a little more different. Just everything it did with it was just like. Like it's a standalone, like excellent episode of television, but uh, would you say it's, it's like an outright comedy, like Sunny, or is it a little more of a kind of a dramedy situation? No, like, almost every episode is like a, a comedy. Yeah. Okay, a little more like Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, there might be like depending on the character, there might be some small moments of like, oh, but it's usually undercut like pretty quickly. Pretty yeah, quickly, yeah. Yeah, it's not as like slapstick and outrageous as it's always Sunny, but. Yeah. yeah, overall, though, it, I would say sooner rather than later, you guys should watch it, especially because it's, again, like it's 25 minute episodes. Yeah, I think that's going to be it's one of the next watch. ones I'm going to watch. How many episodes was it? Ten. Ten. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's super easy. I can knock that out in like an afternoon. Yeah. That's like a Tuesday for me. Episode five is the the more unique one, mm-hmm. and that one has uh, Jake Johnson and... Jake Johnson. He's the guy that was Peter Parker in Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, right, he was right. New okay, girl. I know who you're talking John about. John Jakes. The guy right. that's going to become <laughs> a raptor. <laughs> He's going to become the, the scientist raptor in the next Jurassic Park movie. That was my theory, my, my pitch on the film. <laughs> oh, okay, I was about uh, to be like, wait, is this confirmed? <laughs> no, it's not confirmed. I just That was my pitch for how they're going to bring back the raptor. And Jake Johnson's going to take over his brain, and, <laughs> and that's he's going to be the raptor in the next movie. They're going to Pacific Rim to it. Nobody's seen Pacific Rim 2. Unfortunately, Drew and I both have. Yeah, we saw it in theaters. <laughs> but what's the girl? Oh, I'm so sorry. I think her name, something Melody. She was, I think she was the person who ended up being the mom in How I Met Your Mother at the like end of the series. I think I've seen that episode. I can't like, think of what her name is, but like she's another main cast member in that one episode. That's cool. And then I will reconfirm because I thought I had read that Charlie Day was in this show somewhere. He was not. There was no Charlie Day in season mm-hmm. one. No maybe, Dennis, no maybe D, season two. Okay. Just Mac maybe he'll and pop. Cricket. Mac <laughs> and Cricket. That's a show. Mac and Cricket. But yeah, that one was really funny. Uh, unfortunately, sounds like the worst cop drama. I would watch that. Unfortunately, unless you want to sail the high seas, the only way to watch the show is to subscribe to Apple TV Plus. Woof. Which you can only watch or subscribe to if you have one of like the four devices that they. <laughs> Apple, allow the service Apple on. Apple TV Plus, so you have to like it's you, a it's a premium for just the Apple TV also. Yeah, because well, Apple, Apple TV is just a box. Yeah, yeah, we have that. Apple one. TV Plus is the name of their actual streaming service, like a Hulu Plus or whatever. We don't have that. Disney do we? Plus. I, I, Fuck that. No. It's another fuck, streaming service. Yeah, there, you, Apple. there's not much on there that's worth watching fuck except for the morning show, which you. was really, really good. I love that one that had Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer uh, Aniston and oh, Billy Crudup. Is that what that came out and on? Yeah. Yeah. That show was actually incredible. I won't talk about this episode because sure, I, I watched sure. it like officially a month or two ago. But uh, outside of those two shows, everything else on Apple TV Plus <laughs> is garbage. There's this one show called C with Jason Momoa, where I think I might have told you about this stuff, where the whole idea is it's a bunch of tribes and like all of humanity is blind. But in this tribe that Jason Momoa is in, 
they have a child and the baby is able to see. So they can't see how sexy he is? No, they don't. They, <laughs> no one has any idea how hot Jason Momoa is oh in this show. Oh my God. I know. How was he able to get so ripped if he wasn't no, well, able I mean, to his, see? His uh, wife. Well, how are they able to have four different tribes that fight each other that are all color coordinated <laughs> so the viewer, they each have different colors so you know which tribe is which? Oh, That's God. convenient. How yeah, did they right. know how to do that? How could they tell the baby can see? I <laughs> There's a lot yeah, of problems with this show. Don't if you think, think too about much. it for more yeah. than like 30 seconds. Don't think too much about it. And uh, what's every that review? Called? It's just called C. Oh, I want to check like it out. S E E. Everything. All the reviews I've seen for the show are just like, why did they spend all this money <laughs> wow. on this? Don't subscribe to Apple TV. <laughs> just don't. It's not worth it. But I also watched Parasite. I did finally sit down and watch that. Loved it. I haven't watched all of the Best Picture nominations and stuff this year, but I've seen a few of them. I saw Ford v. Ferrari. I saw, fuck, what was the other big one that I watched? We talked about it on the show already. Oh, Knives Out. Did they even get nominated for Best I Picture? Think, mm-hmm. Or it might not have been. I think it might have been like Best Original Screenplay or something. I know it was definitely nominated for that. Yeah. Because that writing was incredible. Parasite was awesome. It was... I was more engaged with it than I thought. I think the way it told its story was really, really entertaining. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes from like a black comedy to like a horror film by the end. A little more, it's suspenseful very, at the end, right? Kind of very. There's some pretty horrific in, stuff. In, in intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it definitely gets the blood going. And yeah. by the end, it was one of those things where it's like I couldn't believe that much time had passed already. Mm. Marriage Story, I think, was the one you were talking about. Oh, yes. I did. I loved Marriage Story. Yeah, uh, I remember. I thought you, that was really good. Yeah, we got that Slack message from you at like three I, in the morning. When and I you were just like, Marriage guys. Story, I was like, this is the best movie I think I've seen all, like in a <laughs> yeah. long time. You, you know what? You're right. Marriage Story, better than Parasite. But Parasite's still very good. Yeah, but I, I enjoy that a lot. I, I like that director. That's cool. I, I, which, is, honestly, the only thing recently that he's put out that I haven't seen is Snowpiercer. So I do you haven't to, seen Snowpiercer? No. Snowpiercer really? is we great. Had it at I thought we talked about it. I've seen parts of it because oh, okay. it, it yeah, was in theaters when we worked at Alamo. Because I really, I literally remember when I found it on Netflix. I think I asked you about it because I was like, "Oh, Captain America's in a weird snow train movie." Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. yeah." And you know, I was like, "What? I've never seen this at all." And I watched, it and I was like, "That's cool." I could it's awesome. it was like in there's Alamo. one. Maybe I wasn't there still. Maybe, maybe I left. I don't know. Yeah, there's one Korean ass moment in that movie. Oh. W- Whenever they're on the trip away at the the Happy New Year mm-hmm. thing, <laughs> yeah, and that movie is like you would get a kick out of that. That movie felt so Bioshock to me. Is that does that like come off to y'all? Do you I, understand I, what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. get that. Just with the whole like reveal kind of at the end, and st- I don't know. Yeah, but well, no spoilers. Yeah, I yeah, watch no, it no, 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 it's good. Just from yeah. what I know about it, you can imagine that. Like, I mean, it's a whole civilization that lives yeah, on a train, like yeah. and it's, it's oh, own it like so cool. world building and it's, lore. It's done very well. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really liked that. Anything else you want? You saw Travis that you really want to? Uh, we got next week too. I started binge watching you know. Hannibal season two. I think I told you guys about that already. I have two episodes left of that. That show is really fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like season two as much as I like season one. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of just watching it now because I'm so close to being done with season two, and I've heard that three is a lot better. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think what it is is that like in season two, your main character throughout the series, one of them anyway, will. Who is uh? He's the guy who's like on the spectrum of autism and stuff, but he he can like empathize with the killers, and that's how they use him to solve these crimes and stuff. Okay. Like he can put himself in their mindset and try to figure out their motives and Don't stuff. Don't know if like I trust that. that guy, but okay. Well, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. That's where it goes, and then like it, basically the 
the it's end of season one, easy for him. Hannibal has basically framed him as mm. being this like big killer that they've been looking for all season. That's what I would do if I ate people's faces. And uh, wait, what's he? What's Hannibal do? <laughs> he eats people's, he eats people's faces. faces, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a he's a cannibal. Not his faces, but like he, so, yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah he's a all the good because in the books and this adapts actually the books, not just like the films. Yeah, because this is supposed to be like prequel stuff, right? Well, not prequel. It's just the books. Like it's okay. The books sure, were sure. much yeah, more expansive yeah, yeah, yeah. than just because uh, like a Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal mm. has already been found out to be this bird. Yes, they so captured it's, him. It's already. after yeah. the books. Got it. And then Red Dragon is a, a mm. adaptation of part of always, what's being told in the I always series. Loved the artwork that they they displayed when that movie was coming out, like oh the, yeah, that back like mm-hmm. tattoo. Also, oh, that looks yeah. Cool. But uh, in season two, your main character, he kind of I, I think I just the way that they take his story is what I, I think I should have expected from the show, but what I not what I wanted. But also, it's not like a bright, happy ending kind of show. I, yeah. You know where it goes, like because I've seen Hannibal, I've seen Silence of the Lambs, I've seen Red Dragon. But, yeah, I, I'm expecting season three to get pretty wild, and I, I've been enjoying that, though. It's a tough one to watch too many episodes of in a row. It takes a lot. It, it's, it takes a toll on yeah, you. Yeah, it takes some, some mental fortitude to, <laughs> to really just, like, binge through that. Uh, really got focus. It. That's all I've been... Outsiders almost done on HBO. What about you, Mr. Carandel? Oh, Jesus. That <laughs> face you were giving me was just weird. What the way you your hair out? is and like I can't see it. <laughs> the way your hair and your glasses and your beard and that shirt makes you just kind of look like a 70s porn caster. That's what I'm going for. Kinda. <laughs> A little bit. I told him last You're night. Like, hey, girl. You I think be he in a took movie? this as an insult, but he sent me a video of. I think he probably said to you too the clip from Seinfeld. Oh no, like, that was on my story. From oh, it was a new story. Yeah, yeah. It was like see. what it's like trying to get the squad together on Friday, and Kramer busts into the room. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Are you guys ready to have a good time?" And <laughs> Seinfeld and George are both Jerry's just like, like yeah, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "But are you really ready to have a good time?" And <laughs> or like, are you yeah, just saying, "I'm ready to have a good time?" And George is like, "I'm just saying, yeah, I'm I really want to have a good time." <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I'm the George." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense." And I was like. You're starting to look more like a Costanza in your old age. <laughs> and I think it's mostly the glasses that did it for me. It just is like a the certain, glasses, for sure. I can't remember what his last name and is. And he just replied with something like, LOL, okay. Or like, it was something where, I, I don't, I'm making up the tone of voice for you. Yeah, you might have just been, been flipping about it. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, I, was like, I think I made a bad. You'll never believe what he just said. No. I think I made a bad call him a Costanza. <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it's Alexander. <laughs> is it Alexander Lloyd? Is that what his name is? No, Alexander Shit. No, it's not Alexander not shit, but, shit. Uh, No, it's not Lloyd. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, um, I can't think of it either. Yeah. Christ- wait, no, fuck. Now it's Jason Alexander. <laughs> oh, it. yeah, there you go. Alexander's yeah. his last yeah. name. Uh, no, he looks pretty good for in his old age. Yeah. Isn't he the colonel now for KFC? He might have been at one point. They went through. Like, I thought that was that Norm McDonald. That whole promotion, they went through like six different colonels as oh, like Oh, okay, because I know I saw thing, one yeah. uh, Samuel... Whatever from Samuel Lord of the Rings. Tarly's? No, uh, Samuel. Sam, Lord, oh, Sam, Sam Wise, and Lord Sam of the Rings. Ganges? Yeah. The guy, <laughs> was, the guy from uh, Stranger Things. He had a cur- couple commercials yeah. where they were like, the, he was talking to the football players or whatever. And yeah, some, they had a couple some, of people. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> His were dumb, but I recognize him. So, Drew, you did end up watching Jojo Rabbit, and you finished it much yeah. to the dismay of Travis, who said you would never finish it. No, I didn't say you would never finish it. 
He just said something, said along, I would be something along those lines. I, I just can't said remember. I didn't like it, and I, I, he I turned it made off. a joke where I was like, "You're gonna watch it, you're gonna hate it, or something." Like I might have said some shit like that. I don't know. But anyway, well, I think you were just giving me shit because I tried to watch it one night. And oh, that's I, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't finish, finish it either. It must not be a good movie. Right. I was just tired that night. <laughs> how how was a movie centered around a Hitler imaginary friend? It was good. I really enjoyed it, um, which still makes me laugh as a premise. It is. <laughs> it's a really funny premise to me. It's okay. Apparently the book it's based on is not funny like at all. Book would probably be better. I would probably enjoy the book. Much, yeah, the book more. was called Caging Skies. Ooh, that sounds dark. dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. The more Taika Waititi does, the more I keep getting impressed with just how he is, is directing is and just how fucking funny he is. And him playing as Hitler is definitely like a highlight of this movie. I'm sorry. He plays Hitler? Yes. yes. I thought I told you that. You may have it just didn't sink in until I'm like actually going to try to watch it. He's Hitler. He's in like the whole movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's now I want to watch it a little bit more. I keep every time I hear more about this, I'm just like, I got got, Johansson. I got to try it. You know, I think you would like, I mean, you like Thor Ragnarok, right? I love Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I think you would be able to get down with this. I mean, do you like, I think it helps to be able to get really stoned when you watch the movie. (laughs) I don't always do that for movies these days though. I know Drew did. <laughs> I can mostly guarantee for, it. It's mostly for video games or everything else. <laughs> but no movies. Movies no are the movie. one thing where you're like, no, movies I must. Are, cinema is sacred. I must respect the artistic yeah. integrity. Uh, but if I they want the, me to be bored, I will be bored. I will be bored. I found the performances to be really well. The kid that plays JoJo is fantastic. His his fat little buddy is probably just one of the best comedic timings in in a while I've seen. Mm. He was just on point. Everything he did was hilarious. To me, it kind of felt like that Taika Waititi had watched Moonrise Kingdom right before making this movie. Dude, that was what I was thinking Never a lot of the that. times Always when there to. were certain scenes where I was like, this is some straight up fucking Wes Anderson, Wes shit. Anderson looking yeah. scenery. Just, yeah, scenery, the costume design, mm-hmm. the the shots, like one of my favorite. The music, too. That is the problem with the movie is that like as much as I wasn't enjoying it. It's very competently made. Like that's, I say that a lot about films where I can I can look at something and be like, it's competently made. It's well edited. I can see that the writing's good, but I can but there's something about it that turns me off. I talk about that when I talk about Blade Runner. It's like I find Blade Runner to be a fairly boring movie for the most part. I do too. But I can watch it and be like, if I was a film student or something, or if I was trying to learn how to make movies. You'd still study Blade Runner even if you were someone who didn't like it. Yeah. I, t- I talked about you recently because I recently watched Blade Runner. And you loved it. I you was, were so drawn I was in. so entertained. Drew's tried to watch Blade time. Runner like three or four times and, and you I fall asleep, asleep every, time. every single time. I think that yeah. last watch of it cemented it as one of my favorite movies. Like I put it, I instantly put it in my top 10 after like, it's what that's like the fourth time I think I've seen it. Yeah. And then I even watched the one with Ryan Gosling. Right yeah. After. And I was yeah. still like, this is awesome too. I love 2049, but. But the way that Jojo Rabbit shot, there's like one scene where they're in the it's early on in the movie, obviously, and they're in the pool area in the school mm-hmm. or something. And all of the characters, like just the way it's blocked is like, well, from where y'all are sitting, they're all on the right side of the frame. And then you just have all these like crisp, strong lines on the yes. walls and the ground where the pool separates and they're all like huddled over, like reading something or whatever. And you have like, and I another think, character like, walks in and just like the way that so many of the scenes are blocked and framed. It's like Mr. Robot. Like every mm-hmm. person that talks like in a close up and Mr. Robot instead of a normal close up, it's like they're in the bottom left or right of the frame. And then it's close and they have like all this extra headroom that you normally wouldn't have. Uh-huh. And it gives it such like a unique look. And yeah, Taika totally just like jacked Wes Anderson's fucking style <laughs> for this whole movie. 
And I think that's part of maybe what drove me away from it, too, where I was like, hmm. This feels unoriginal. It does, yeah, not even unoriginal. But, well, I guess maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Like, it all... It's like it co-opted parts of other things and other filmmakers and it to was try to make something good. Too obvious that yeah. that's what he did. Maybe? Almost like an homage. Well, I don't know. They like there just didn't. Almost, it didn't all fit together for me. There was one scene where I was like, "Oh, that's straight up Tarantino." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's was, not fair. He's made too many. I think movies. I, I didn't see that scene because it was in the latter half of the movie. No, but I was, think this was in this was in the first part of the movie. Uh, did you get to the part where they he goes to the camp? Wait, which camp? The like the Nazi youth camp. When he's when you're first introduced to Sam Rockwell's character. Oh yeah, and he's up on stage and yeah. like talking to everybody. Yeah, he does. There, he like points, and then the camera does like uh, shoots far to the right, and then does that quick zoom in like Tarantino yeah. does. I know what I'm talking about now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I fucking binged and loved High Fidelity on Hulu. Boys, when I say this is a Drew ass show, this <laughs> is a Drew ass show. <laughs> it stars Zoe Kravitz and she plays a record store owner in New York City. She is on the cusp of her 30s. She's same. <laughs> it's about like her series of bad relationships and, you know, going through them and new relationships and everything huh. like that. So aside from like the book or the movie, it's from a female's point of view. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So is it not tied into the movie at all? It's just a similar theme. But yeah, it's just a similar. So theme. she's okay. not like That's one of the girlfriends at the end. Of no, it no, 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 no. Huh. This, t- this totally focuses on her. Interesting. And and just the music selection is really great. I'm really upset that you didn't watch it because I wanted. I really wanted to hear your two guesses. It's on my list. Like I said, I kept thinking about it the last two days, and then I got sucked into a hole playing Judgment and. Didn't do anything. But it's play okay. I'll give you the first one. Yakuza got him. Yeah, Yakuza got me. Kidnapped him. It's okay. I'll give you. I'll give you the first one because it is super obvious. She's just a really big Bowie fan, and the one specific moment that I was gonna, I was looking for was in the second episode. She's like going, she's making a playlist, mm-hmm. and the first song she picks, she picks an MF Doom song. No, and she plays Modern Love by Bowie. Mm. And I, as soon as that came on, I was like, Yeah, I'm in love with this show. Is there any mention of MF Doom? I don't know, man. You'll have to watch. Wrecked. Please tell me. No. No. Well, now I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. You got to watch it. I got to be. I even told you. I even told you. You have to watch one specific episode. And you couldn't even do that. You told me I had to watch the first two. You couldn't. No, I said. You did say two. Okay, I no, I said specifically the second one though. Oh, I'm, I don't know. Oh, so I, I was I only to skip episode on one and make sure to watch episode two. <laughs> There's always the next episode that we can get back and, and catch up on that. I'll watch yeah. fucking High Fidelity. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch the whole watch. thing eventually. Just give me some time. Yeah, I did start uh, for as much as I don't really like Little Dicky. I started watching That's right. uh, Dave. And it's pretty decent, you know. Who the fuck it's, is Lil Dicky? He's a rapper. He's a comedy rapper. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really like him. <laughs> Aquafina. <laughs> what? No, get the fuck out of here. But it's it's pretty decent, you know. It's it's a raunchy comedy on FF, F, mm-hmm. F, FXX or FFX, whatever the fuck kinda it's called. It's FXX. It kind of yeah. looked like Wilfred. That's what it felt like. Like a really weird, no animal Wilfred. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go on. Yes. We, this might be pause worthy and then we can start back up. Did y'all see the trailer for devs? No, but I know what it's I about. Like, I've seen a little bit about it on Instagram and it looks crazy. Yeah. And that's one thing I've been that's wanting what to watch. It was. I think I saw like a clip or some post about, it. I was like, 
oh, it might be cool. And then I was like, oh, it's probably been out. Travis has probably seen it. I'm no, not even going to bring it what up. Yeah, that's what like, I thought, too. <laughs> <laughs> totally, 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 totally thought Travis I mean, I had like, already seen yes. the trailer. Yes. I don't need to hear old, old, news. old, late. Uh, no, I had already seen the trailer because the first trailer came out uh, like a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what reminded me about it was I saw on Hulu on my, like, hey, now playing or Hulu recommended or whatever. Interface that uh, episode one had aired. Mm-hmm. And I got all excited. And wanted to mention it to you guys because it's made by the same guy that did Annihilation, which I cool. loved, and then also Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. Really? And uh, I was going to say, if y'all haven't seen the trailer yet, y'all should watch it because I'm. it looks awesome. The guy that – I can't think of his name right now, but he's, he's just fucking awesome. Both those things are so, so good. The show looks wild. I think, yeah, I saw like the trailer on Instagram without sound, and I was just like, oh, this looks cool. And then yeah. I, you know, went Alex on the Garland. Thing. Alex Garland, yes. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. But yeah, devs just started, so that'll be a, also my thing. I'll Put that I'll on there. Talk we'll about check that out. Yeah, about the next couple of weeks because I I think it's a week to week show, so probably have the first two episodes under our belts if we all watch it. But yeah, I'm down yeah. to do- I, I probably won't even just watch the trailer. I'm already sold on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other than that, one thing I wanted to shout. I was talking to Travis about this before we started recording on Netflix. Uh, one, one probably one of my favorite comedians right now. Her name's Taylor Tomlinson. Has a new special on Netflix. Oh, it's her first special, really. I wonder if I've seen her and I just can't like put a name she, to the face. You know? She had a 15-minute spot on that uh, the stand-ups on Netflix. I didn't watch too many of those. Okay. Yeah. She's probably, well, like I said, one of my favorite comedians right now and just an incredibly brilliant joke writer. Just brutal too mm, we'll find out i'm gonna i'll look for it because I, I love like i said i watched the i mean pete davidson thing like i've already watched that that was well, as soon as i saw it i was like fuck yeah pete davidson i for some reason i really like pete davidson i, do too. I don't even know I, why i don't see him in much except for the odd like snl clip that's what i mean that's really movie that's, man that's really all he does aside from the weird like cameo in a movie that he's just like thrown in out of nowhere yeah hey, i don't yeah. know well, what the fuck i'm doing he's here. got that hulu movie coming out <laughs> does he yeah Oh, him, sweet. Yeah. It's like him and Judd Apatow work on it. Anything he yeah. does, I, I always think it's funny. His just com- his comedic timing is one of those things where it's like, you can't teach that. Like, that's just, he's just a funny dude. I love you, Pete Davidson. Call, <laughs> call me. I finally caught Knives Out. I watched yeah. it. Me and Caitlin yeah, watched yeah, yeah. Knives Out, and uh, I liked it. Hot take. It's What's good. your rating out of 10? Oh, that was probably an 8. Nice. 8 out of 10. I really enjoyed Ethan. it. Even, like, with the comment that you said about how it, you know, you see it, they put it out for you plain as day. Yeah. And I was trying to solve the movie the whole time. And it was probably one of those things where it was like, I was half right, half wrong. And then it like revealed and everything. And it was, it was a lot of fun though. It was Mm -hmm. (laughs) Daniel Craig looks like he's struggling a little bit with that Southern accent, but it's beautiful. (laughs) I loved it. I don't know. I thought he sold it really well. Oh no, it's great. You believe it. It just, it looks like he was hurting him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how did you feel about that ending monologue? Like, I, I, I really kind of melted the, at that one. I already, I keep saying this. I forgot what the that there was an ending monologue. I need to go back and like. Oh, watch whenever the he end. goes in and he's you like know, he he reveals the whole yeah, thing. yeah he reveals the whole thing and he's looking at oh uh, yeah. my god what's her name Marta Ana de Armas yeah Ana, I don't, I don't and she's looking at Marta. he's looking at Ana de Armas and he's just like you're a good person yeah no like, it's, I'm it's, just sitting here <laughs> it was really nice like Drew, it, do I not tell you enough that I love you and that you're a good person <laughs> and <laughs> honestly that the reveal at the end I'm not going to spoil it for anybody but the the like this very end detail that's like that blows the whole thing yeah. open and Marta realizes it it's that's such a like real thing that could have happened because as a nurse you kind of you know, doing that a yeah. hundred times. You do, yeah. you are that smart eventually. You do mm-hmm. kind of just second nature do it. 
So that was such a real instance where I was like, fuck, that mm-hmm. was good. Yeah. And yeah, the whole movie was really fun. Chris Evans, awesome, awesome as like that type of character. His name's Ransom. <laughs> I mean, that's his, what, that's like his middle name, right? That's what everybody calls him. He had a, sure, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. that's what it, but yeah. It's, I know it's like the, still a bit the of fucking, a trick from the writer. The, <laughs> with Walt's kid on the phone, how they're talking about him, like jerking off in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. so, like that part was funny. The time, just like, I don't buy into your fucking liberal bullshit or whatever. Like, it was like, um, you fucking right, right wing troll. Like, yeah. yeah like, I, was, I think Don Johnson calls him out and he was like, he was watching, he was masturbating, watching deer porn or something like that in the yeah. bathroom. Just <laughs> every character is, is so fun and like their own personality. And you, you really believe it. Like when they lie or when they kind of massage the truth and you yeah. kind of like, that doesn't sound truthful. It's, it really comes a- across as a well, like directed film, not mm-hmm. only by, I don't know who the director was. Sorry. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. He wrote and directed it. Him. Same guy that wrote and directed The Last Jedi. Him directing everybody, but also so no. the actors themselves doing a really good job. It's like the, the He scene. had a, a quick be, uh, behind the scenes video where I watched, I think it was like a 10 minute thing mm-hmm. with Hollywood Reporter or whatever. We were just talking a little bit about the movie and he talked about one scene in particular where it was the first scene where all the actors were all in together when mm-hmm. they'd all come to meet with the detective yeah. and everything. And like all of them were in the same room. He's talking it's about a lot like of Jamie Lee Curtis in and Chris one room. Yeah. yeah, it was the first day they were all on set together. And he's like, the only reason the scene works like that is because none of these people were big headed. Exactly. They were all professional That's actors. Exactly. That's really cool. They were all there to have fun. He kept talking about how like hilarious Jamie Lee Curtis was on set. And like, oh yeah, she's she like fucking funny. Just everyone was cracking up at everything she did. And yeah, Ricky Lindholm. Just like well. he could never have made a movie like that if it wasn't that like these people were so professional. Yes. He's, He's still just like one dude. Of course. As like the coach and the director yeah. or whatever, but like everyone else had to come to work. Uh-huh. And that makes perfect sense because, yeah, it could have just taken one person to be like, uh, I'm do better you know than who y'all I fuck am? Off. Yeah. Do you know what I've done? Like that could have thrown the whole dynamic of everybody out of the whack. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I completely understand what you mean by that. And that's that you can see that. Yeah. All, all, all the films, whole way through. Uh, can't imagine me on the set for the fucking Expendables. All that testosterone. (laughs) Everyone's got to have their moment in the spotlight. I I read something. I'm sure Terry Crews was a nice diffuser there. I hope so. I'm sure he was. But I I really enjoyed Knives Out. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. I highly recommend it. Great movie. But I also caught uh, Castlevania season three. Mm -hmm. That is a really awesome animated show that does really well to stick to the source material from the video games. And season three... I, I was excited as soon as, you know, I binged season two the first day and was like, oh, fuck, I don't have any more. Yeah. So, I, you know, I basically did the same thing. Is it still only like four episodes? It's, it's 10 episodes. And yeah, they're like 23 minutes. That's why the that one show that you were talking about would be so easy because I literally just did it the other day. Mm. Castlevania. This show is. Wait, re- season three is 10 episodes. Yes. How many so episodes wasn't was season, season two? one? Yeah, like four or five episodes. Yeah, season oh, one was. It's, yeah, it's been. I watched it when it right came out, so I've probably yeah. already forgotten. No, that was because I remember that was a thing about it. Yeah, I hope they get more frequent with the seasons and have more episodes because it just it was a taste and it mm. wasn't enough. I need some more. <laughs> These characters are awesome. The voice acting is awesome. The animation is top notch. Really cool stuff like blood, gore, but it also you know it's a thinker, gets to your emotions a little bit. And then at the end of the season, especially, there was just some crazy ass sex shit. Already heard about episode nine. <laughs> Holy Already heard about shit. it. They just animate titties everywhere. Oh, yeah. No. But that was well, already like there was already less tits. that. Yeah. This was just like 
you know what was going on because it's there. It's right there. I won't spoil it for you because I can show you after we get Aside done. Aside from a, an animated dick, <laughs> like that's that's you get it. Like that's it. They got it. Alucard gets it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you really like Castlevania season one and two, go check out season three. It's really awesome. It's been on my list for so long. I don't know why I've never just sat down. You'd and like it. it. Season one's really good. Oh, season one is amazing. It's kind of crazy that they're already on season three of this because no, didn't season more. didn't season two take a long time to come out? They, I mean, all the Netflix popular shows kind of take to me in my mind. It seems like they take forever. So, mm. but again, and usually I'm like fucking yeah. Fuck. It's because when I you binge can, it when you can binge one. ten episodes yeah, in a day, yeah, it feels yeah. like it's been so, longer because true. normally you'd watch yes. ten weeks worth yes. of content, exactly. which takes ten weeks <laughs> off of the year yes. that you normally wait. Yes. That's why I had to explain to someone the other day. They're like, "Why does it feel like it takes so long?" Well, because you start watching a show in the fall, finish in the spring, and then you get another season in the fall most of the time. Uh-huh. So it only feels like you had a six or seven month gap. That's why Disney Plus has me beat because they do it every. They do it weekly. Yeah, already so we're like, like forced. Yeah, we get more. <laughs> we get season two of Mandalorian in October or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, I feel like I just watched Mandalorian. Well, it's because you did. You yeah. just finished it in January. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what time it is? It's time for the best segment ever. The segment that can't be beat. What's the beat on the street? What's that beat? Give me the beat. First up, The Last of Us is getting an HBO show. Such good fucking news. Yes. So unexpected. Yes. Now, this is, I believe, supposed to replace the movie that we were going to get, correct? So I don't know that there was going that, to be a movie. I think there was, there was like talks, kind of talks about yeah, it, but like it would have been an after they got Uncharted finished. Yes, they got Uncharted because, finished. Yeah, because it was the whole thing with Sony Productions, right? Yeah, because um, that was back when everyone was like, "Well, why would you make a movie out Sony of Uncharted Pictures. and The Last of Us? They're yeah. already basically movies." Mm-hmm. And some of the issues with Uncharted when that first got announced was that Neil Druckmann and no one at Naughty Dog is involved with it, basically. Yes. So Sony, I think, kind of. From a higher level, as far as the Sony Pictures stuff, oh, yeah. where it went, they kind of were just like, "Hey, we're going to make an Uncharted movie." Whereas this was clearly they went through the proper channels, and as you'll hear yes, from the yeah, news, was, evidently yeah. Neil Druckmann is interested in the way they want to go with it. Yes, uh, creator of the hit HBO series Chernobyl, Craig Mazin, Mazin, I think it's Mazin. Mazin uh, teams up with HBO again to adapt the acclaimed video game franchise, The Last of Us. Joining him is the game's writer and creative director, Neil Druckmann, with Evan Wells, the president of Naughty Dog, also on as a uh, executive producer as well. This is a co-production between Sony Pictures Television in association with PlayStation Productions. This will be PlayStation Productions' first television series, and I assume that they're also involved with Uncharted, maybe? I have to look into that. I don't think technically PlayStation Productions' name is yeah. on Uncharted. That okay. might be something they they work throw out away later. there at yeah. some point, but I because it has been in development since like 2011 or some shit like yeah, they that. They just got their director correct, I think. Though, well, uh, it was like a month ago now, yeah. but oh they, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, they they honed in on their last director. I, I can't remember his name, but it's the same guy that directed Venom for them. Mm. So he's got a better relationship with Sony than the previous ones did. So that was the big question. It was like, oh, they're just going to drop him again? I was like, no, I bet he's doing Venom because he was like, hey, we can fit this in between. Or I can do this right after Venom 2. And I, I think he's going to probably be like a, somebody in Sony's back pocket that right. they can rely on for this kind of stuff going forward. Uh, the series will cover the events of the game with the possibility to expand on the world with The Last of Us 2 coming up. We really don't know what we're going to get in The Last of Us 2, so it could expand in the television show. Which yeah. would be cool because we've only seen kind of a small taste of the universe. 
it'd be nice to see maybe some Firefly stuff mm. or uh, the other. What's the other ones? Like it's the, just what do they call themselves. I thought it was just like the military or something. Yeah, I mean, but it would. What be are the two teams we pick when we pick uh, <laughs> right? factions? I know it was Fireflies. Fire and Fire. It would be cool to see both sides of you know, or all sides of the story, just because that's yeah. you know, good storytelling can be very driven on whatever side. I mean, they could also go back and expand more on when Ellie was in like the military camps. Yes, uh, yeah, because she was at like a school or something like yeah, that was like yeah. a military camp. Because also the makers of the shows. Like confirmed that they're not going to mess with Ellie's sexuality. Yes, so they can expand and that on them with, of course with that would have been, whatever. That would have been a terrible yeah, decision. Yeah. That people <laughs> would have changed that. People would have uproared like crazy if they yeah. had tried to do. It would have been that. a Sonic the Hedgehog size <laughs> uproar. Glad that they're sticking with that. That's a you know that's something they honestly should do anyway. And I can't wait to see who they have playing Joel and Ellie, which I, I assume we'll get soon. I, I think it's like The Last of Us already has like such a huge wealth of potential for storytelling there like there's there's so many things you could do as far as like even just like your typical flashback episode like we could see yeah what was going on with joel in the 20 years between you know the prologue chapter of the game and when he's with tess and stuff in chapter one i love to see some more stuff with him and tess because tess was just such a great character joel has his like falling out with his brother and stuff oh after, yeah after yeah, exactly. the whole event yeah, the uh -huh. beginning. i'd love to see what happened there yeah because i mean there's a whole thing there. Mm. You could do literally a whole episode just of what the DLC, the Left Behind. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that could just be a whole episode. That would be awesome. You got something that focuses on the the Fireflies and yeah. like what's... Hunters whole, were like, the other faction. First, like just the moments before Ellie meets mm -hmm. Joel for the first time. Like I, I wouldn't even be surprised if that's the first episode. Like we get instead of... Like the intro. Instead of we see Watching exactly what happened in Last yeah. of Us, yeah. we see from Ellie's side where she's the main character and then like the end of the episode they meet Joel mm -hmm. and Tess or something. There's a lot they could do. And then of course we have a huge leap of time between Last of Us yes, One and Two. That could be anything. They, yeah, they yeah. can they can this looks it. like it's gonna be awesome. And I know you guys are fools and never watched Chernobyl, <laughs> but I think now this is probably a good time to go back and yeah. watch that as well. Cause Definitely. it's a six episode series. And they're, they're like an hour though, right? Yeah. But like the level of intensity that they get across in Chernobyl, especially in a show where it's like, it's not a bunch of people running around with guns and shooting each other. It's not, no, this was like real stuff. Apocalyptic. It was like was a real, real life shit. event yeah. stuff. And there are moments where it's just like, like you're so invested in what's happening with these characters, like scenes that anyone else doing it, it would not be nearly this intense. Like a the show, way they're selling the stressfulness of a show it. like that. Something I want to say for it to be good, I would have to say at least once was, oh my God, I can't believe that really happened. Like with general oh, dude, general yeah. shock and awe. And then I was like, oh my God. And then I know <laughs> that's, oh, that's like a good every fucking, fucking episode of Chernobyl. That's dude. what I want. Like I, it was so funny because uh, I, I told my mom about the show and I suggested it to her because she was looking for like a new like heavy drama to mm. fill in like a gap that she had with like what she had been watching. And she's the type of person where she watches the show, watches it for like 10 minutes and then she ends up pausing it and like getting on Facebook for a second or like somebody calls her or whatever. She put her phone on silent to start episode two of this show, <laughs> which she watched immediately ap after episode one, which rarely happens. And there was one moment where I walk into the living room and I like I scared her because she was so like zoned in on what was happening in the episode that when I made like a sound ma was made behind her, she's like kind of shocked, like remembered, oh, I'm. I'm in my living room right that's now. Show. Like, and I never see her get that into a TV show. That's and like, that's the level of intensity and like how hard it grabs you. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if anyone hasn't seen Chernobyl, this is the time to like go fucking catch up. This is super exciting news. Yep. Really um, is. This, Can't wait. This will be a killer team. And if that goes well, I mean, 
that opens the door for all kinds of stuff. You know what? Yes. Right. Jack and Daxter. TV show. Bloodborne. The, <laughs> yeah, the Bloodborne. The series. <laughs> Speaking of Taika Watiti, I love saying his last name. I know, right? It's so fun. He is being brought on to speaking of Taika Waititi. We weren't speaking of Taika Waititi. We spoke about him earlier. Uh, He is being brought on with Netflix to tackle Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. I think that's fucking cool. That's a perfect choice. I love just how fucking goofy animated series. Yes, they are animated. Yes, done. I don't (laughs) give a fuck about any animated series that Netflix produces. That's fair. It's like lowest common denominator but animation studios. Unfortunately, it's Green low Eggs budget garbage. Green Eggs and Ham was well liked, so we're going to get a couple of these. Maybe he'll take it to the next level, you nope. know? I just don't care. That's fine. Don't care. You don't have to. He announced Give it that to he HBO. signed <laughs> on with Netflix to write, direct, and executive produce two original animated series based on Ruled Dolls book, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm sorry if I murdered that. The first based off the book will be an original take of Waititi's design while still retaining the quintessential spirit and tone of the original story. The second, which I think might work a little bit better, will be a focus on the Oompa Loompas and be a completely new take on the rhyming singing workers of the Wonka Factory. Are they going to sing about unions? They kind of already do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for kids and stuff, parents, you know, their Netflix is huge market. This is this is a no brainer. This is really good. So I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Sorry. You think it's a waste of his talent to do animated? Is that what you're? No, I don't find Taika Waititi to be all that talented. I, I oh. think he's a hack fraud. OK, then. personally. Well, <laughs> all right. We kind of got that when you're we talking about Jojo. <laughs> He's just okay. He's just okay. It's fine to be okay. <laughs> That's true. That's Some true. people strive their entire lives to just be okay. It's <laughs> fine. Next up, we got first images of the Batman. Jamie, pull that shit up. <laughs> pull that shit up, Jamie. We got yeah. images of the new Batman. I haven't uh, seen that picture. Batmobile. That's pretty fucking Yeah, slick. actually, scroll down. The, this website had a lot of good close-up. I saw a great comment on Reddit that pointed out that unlike many Batmobile designs, this actually has the proper three-light brake lights, mm-hmm. which is required to be street legal in the United States of America. Oh, so really? people can actually go... You'll probably see people actually making street legal versions of this car. That's cool. Because they can go back and actually make their own custom modded version of it and drive it around town. A lot of the old Batmobiles, to be authentic, Mm -hmm. they don't have the right brake lights. Well, sure, because some of them are fucking tanks and then like... The one in... Well, even the older ones from back in the day, like the the TV show ones. Wasn't Adam West street legal? I don't know. Um, I think his was. Maybe it was. Because they even... They kind of take... Or they talk about how there's like a slight influence on the back. That, do I want the fucking Tim Burton oh, ass? Whatever, man. Batmobile um, man with the, the rocket boosters and <laughs> shit. The car itself has had extensive body work and alterations, making it hard to place the exact make and model that they used to transform into the Batmobile. A lot of people are saying it is a, a Chrysler something or another that's been like from the 70s that mm. was changed. Others say it looks like a like a Mustang or something else. It's it's really hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, the, the consensus is that they think it is some sort of Chrysler from the 70s, but it's you know, it's got a roll cage on it. It's got like a V8 engine that has extra coils in the back. So people are like, no, that's a V10. Mm. So it's it's really hard to tell what it is, but it looks fucking cool. Yeah, it looks really awesome. Yeah. Adam West Batmobile is not street legal. Dope. But I don't know if we talked about this last week. We got pictures of like his 
his leather sewn cowl and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, and shit. is that the inside of the Batmobile? I don't think I saw that one. That's just a closer up of the back shot of the engine. They zoomed in a little bit so you could see a little bit closer. And that's where you see the extra coils on kind of the Doesn't top. that kind of look like a mask right there? The whole thing the looks eyes. cool and like intimidating and it looks like it would fucking do like a wheelie because there's just so much torque in it. <laughs> Well, plus, uh, you know what that roll cage? There's got to be some scene where this thing turns over. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that, I mean, that's probably, they probably have, you know, more extensive versions where there is, like, you can use it in an accident scene or something and actually flip it and stuff because that yeah, looks expensive as fuck. This looks cool as fuck, man. Oh, I'm yeah. so in on the design. I'm ready of, for the whole It's the, got a very muscle car feel yes, to yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. That's why people are like, oh, no, that's a Mustang. But it's, it's if you know what cars no, are, it's, 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 it's not. It's too slim in the front yeah, to be a Mustang. Yeah. yeah. But really excited. It's it, the movie definitely feels with like how the motorcycle looks, how his leather for his face mask. It's definitely got like a callback to an older Batman, like mm. an older, not age wise, just like an older time an period. An older style. Yeah. Or, an homage kind or of. it could be like one of those like places outside of time to where like cars and vehicles look old, but they have like cell phones and shit. You yeah, know what exactly, I mean? Yeah. Which would be cool too. I'm sure they'll play with the timeline a little bit. Yeah. That, I think originally when they who's the director? I, I feel bad. I forget his name. I can't think of it off the top of my head. He did the Planet of the Apes movies and mm. stuff, the reboots. He had said from the the start that he wanted to do almost more of like a Batman noir mm. kind of vibe that not necessarily like set in that noir time frame, but, but that, that feel that feel yeah. and that look, which everybody loves. I mean, yeah, everything about this looks really cool so far. I think what I appreciate about the most is that it kind of like Joker did. It's, it's taking enough of a, new path a new take it doesn't look like the tim burton batman movies it doesn't look like the jewel joel schumacher movies it doesn't look like the adam west stuff from it's the not days. the over the top nolan stuff well even that like nolan stuff i don't know if i would call it over the top because part of it was trying to be more grounded that was that was the jumping off point for the whole dceu where it's like oh what if batman really existed in the real world like instead of gotham city it looks like fucking chicago and yeah the, in the i mean, dark I, night and rises and you do get that with his stuff but I mean, but this looks like enough of the rats. I like that. It looks different. I like that. It doesn't look like, like a continuation of that dark version. It's not something looks like it'll be dark. It's not something we've seen before necessarily. And if it is something we've seen before, it's slightly different enough to where it's like, Oh, this is its own thing. And right off the bat, we know it's going to be fairly different in tone just because he said one of his goals with this film is that he really wants to capture the detective nature of Batman that he's, it's not like that. And that's one thing that we never see in any really the adaptations outside of like the Batman animated series, sure, yeah. like the, him going to the Batcave to like fucking research stuff. And it would be cool to see him actually use his said just, Oh, I'm going to go beat the yeah. shit out of everybody in this. <laughs> he room. actually kind of does what he, he strives to do as in like, he's supposed to be the of, world's greatest detective. Well, he's yeah. not, you know, he's trying to eliminate crime in his city. You know, most of the time you have to solve a, you know, stream of clues to do that. You yeah, exactly. Just, you don't just beat up the boss and then crime goes away. <laughs> yeah. So it's it. That would be cool to see that more mm. smart, intelligent thinking side of Batman. And so, yeah, just. Which they kind of started with in the Batman Begins, but I feel like they decided, nah. <laughs> no, yeah. The then, they, then they just went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It went full bone summer yeah. blockbuster with it, which is fine. Um, good movies. It's fine. Yeah. Matt Reeves is the director. Matt Reeves, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Yeah, this thing looks hot. Yeah, super excited for it. You know what's going to be great? The fucking Flash, man. The Flash is finally supposed to be f- 
like filming soon. They got a script and shit. And huh. Didn't realize it was he was getting his own movie. Not far enough Dude, to talk about. Dude, that was about. like in the first uh, announcement of like, hey, here's all the things we're doing until <laughs> Justice League came out and yeah. bombed. <laughs> like, uh, it was supposed to be because his movie is just going to be called Flashpoint. And it was going to be like oh, this so wild much to try at the first. Exactly. Time. Yeah, yeah it was always a terrible idea. Like, yeah, the Flash was one, and then Cyborg was supposed to have his own movie, right, but that's already right. been shit canned. Still going to be Ezra Miller. Enough. Yeah, Ezra Miller, because that was the thing is they had gone through a couple directors and a couple writers, and finally Ezra Miller was like, "I'm going to write the fucking movie." Like he wants to do. He was. He's been respect to him and kudos to him, and it shows that he gives a shit that like Cares about he was material. basically just like I I don't want this to take so long to get made that my contract runs out and I'm not the flash anymore. Like which he, has happened yeah, to multiple so, people. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Henry Cavill has no contract to be Superman. Like fucking they can, Ben we Affleck. Can, and we can get a better Superman. He'll probably be Superman. In my still. opinion. He's so hot in the witcher right now. Sure. Like if he, <laughs> when they're ready to do Superman again, Henry Cavill will be that's Superman. Funny. But yeah, Ezra, he, he's totally locked in on flash and nice. that's supposed to be happening much, much sooner Finally, I mean, not sooner because if anything worth originally a flash movie was supposed to come out like this yeah, year, I think if anything worth original plans. When, it, when stuff starts coming up, we'll definitely be on the ball with that stuff. Shout out to Ezra Miller. I just cool. That's a cool. <laughs> Lastly, due to concerns over coronavirus, MGM Studios pushed the release again for the new James Bond movie. No time to die. I forgot that this movie had been delayed like two other times. Yeah, because they had like production delays for a while, mm-hmm. and then, their direct uh, they changed directors yeah, in the beginning. Daniel Craig didn't like the script, and a oh bunch yeah, of stuff. so who's directing it now? So it's not uh, David Boyle. Uh, or, what's his name? Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. He was uh, replaced with Carrie Joji Fukunaga. Yeah, literally a month after they let Boyle go, but with Fukunaga's changes, rewrites. And such, his target release date was for February 2020. I think he was aiming for Valentine's Day. I thought I saw that. That he was, they were trying to aim for Valentine's Day, and then it got pushed again to April 2020, seemingly so they could have more time to finish the movie. I really couldn't find like an official reason, whether it was what you said, Travis, where like Daniel Craig didn't like the script or something, or I don't know. But there was no like, this is why we changed it again. Mm-hmm. So maybe there is. And I mean, I just from couldn't one, find the it. Daniel Craig thing that was before it even started shooting. If oh, they were okay. shooting and trying to finalize. So this it, whole yeah, film has just had had trouble. Getting made. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was started at least. It also got delayed. The first big delay as far as like internal dates was because Daniel Craig was like, I'm not doing it. Hmm. He he like oh, he's technically after, not even contracted to Spectre, do it. Right? Yeah. And he yeah. just was like, I'm done with James Bond. So they had that bidding war where this movie took a while to even get going because he was waiting to get the yes. check he wanted, basically. <laughs> but that's awesome. If Fukunaga is actually like the guy in mm-hmm. doing it now. Yes, he yeah, is now. He is. Yes. I'm looking forward to this movie. In a big way. I love that guy. I, I was um, telling Ethan on the car right up here. He's yep. the dude that directed the first season of True Detective. Oh, really? Yeah. And then yeah, he was, I was just looking through his IMDb. He's done some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some stuff behind him. Yeah. yeah. He was originally supposed to direct it as well. Oh, yeah. That showed up on there. Yeah. He I was thought the he only... was the director. I didn't actually click the movie. No. So he, I think he still has writing credit mm-hmm. and he was supposed to direct them. And he was the one who went to the studio was like, this has to be a two part film. I'm like, we're not doing this as a one out, like a one movie thing. Yeah. Three hours. Cause like There's the too fucking much story yeah, yeah. series cuts yeah. out yeah. so much and it's four hours long. And so he, he was the one who originally presented the idea of doing the kids story first and then the adults. And then I think he left due to creative differences, but then I think WB talked to a bunch of people as directors. They were all kind of like told them the same thing. They're like, no, the screenplay is already written for two movies and like, <laughs> we're going to do two movies. So they yeah. ended up doing it anyway. <laughs> 
But uh, it, chapter two did not come out quite as well as people had hoped. Yeah, probably, it was, be, it was probably little, because he was uh, missing from the. Project. It was a little disappointing. It was too funny. Yeah, uh, comparatively to what the first one was. Yeah, yeah. it one was so good. Oh, it really was. But that, that this was is such awesome. a great I, movie to see in theaters. I'm very excited for this. So now, officially, the release date that we have is November 25th, 2020, for No Time to Die set, unless something else happens. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's far enough away with this whole coronavirus thing that it should all be handled by November. That seems like long enough time. People are like, oh, it'll be done by summer. That seems a little too optimistic, but whatever. Yeah. I didn't realize that Godzilla versus King Kong comes out five days later. Nobody cares. Oh no, I'm sorry. It comes out five days before that, the 20th. Yeah. I care. Godzilla I is not going to hurt Godzilla. Well, no, sure, no, 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 see no. both movies. No, you're right. It, the I once I looked at the numbers which I wrote down, I don't think this will have a crazy impact like it did, but when I read that Godzilla was coming out in November, I got really excited cuz so oh, is this yeah. like is this like the sequel to King of Monsters or whatever that one was yes. called? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's the and it's King the, Kong from the culmination King Kong of King really? Kong. Oh, okay. It's gonna be so good. I'm actually, excited. That was one movie I did kind of want to see. Hey, should that was another one I watched it's the fun. first half hour, and then I realized I don't care about this movie. <laughs> I I grew up on Godzilla. That's one of my childhood things. I no, we, I was talking about King Kong, Godzilla. Skull Island, the King Godzilla Kong, movies. Are King Kong, Kong too. Island. I love King Kong movies when oh, I was little well, too. Yeah, all of those Mothra. Ghidorah, Fuck all Skull that shit, Island. man. Wasn't that good? Uh, what's the <laughs> mediocre? What's the one with uh, baby Godzilla with the little kid when he goes to the, the island? But yeah, no, Spectre really. The Jack Black one? No, 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 no. No, he's talking about the old. Oh, yeah, this oh, is an okay, old okay. one that was like dubbed. The stuff. Jack Black one by Peter Jackson, right? It was Peter Jackson? Yeah, I yes. think so. Yes. That's a good movie. It's yeah. long as fuck, no, it's but it's a good movie. <laughs> not a good movie. Also, a surprisingly good video game adaptation. I remember I have that actually, coming yeah. out. Yeah. I have 100% of those achievements on Xbox 360. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my launch games. No Time to Die really doesn't have anything to worry about with Godzilla. I was no, just excited for Godzilla because Spectre made $800 million and Dude, Godzilla. I, I would not be surprised if No Time to Die cracks a billion. Possibly. With the cast it's, lineup, it's Honor the, the Armist first, is so hot right now. It's Rami the first Malik. James Bond movie we've had in five years, mm-hmm. and it's the last one. I think people for are Daniel Craig. hungry for so this movie. I think, yeah, it's going to be really, it's going to blow up. And Spectre made $800 million mm-hmm. on poor yeah, reviews. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Spectre wasn't even that fucking uh-huh. good. Uh, and then Godzilla only raked in like $400 million globally, and they both had really similar budgets. So there's nothing to worry about, but I fucking love Godzilla, so I threw it in there. Yeah. On to Postal. Unfortunately, we still have to talk about Postal. What do you mean, unfortunately? You didn't just love this movie? This movie came out in Germany in 2007. I'm going to pull up my thing. Another Uwe Boll joint. In October 18th, 2007, Uwe Boll released this masterpiece to Germany and then a little bit later into Italy. And then we got it on May 23rd, 2008. This movie cost way too much money. Fifteen million. Oh yeah, tons 15, of special effects. I'm sorry, I'm not. Yeah, we're not even going to play the game. all over the place. Because I don't have like the there's there's not the normal numbers that we have. So and I think Travis already looked at it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fifteen million dollars to make this movie. Uh, uh-uh. sorry, That's buddy. Crazy. And then it it literally only made a hundred and forty six thousand dollars and some change. How much that's, do you want to bet? How half of this cost fucking, of this movie just went to J.K. Simmons? That's like. That's insane. I don't think that much. I, I just watching this. Oh yeah, because he, he wasn't really that big. Yeah, he I wasn't know. in a whole lot, and yeah, but, they killed him off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but also I, I think it's just because they had a ton of special effects, just tons of explosions, lots of shootouts. The whole and monkey stuff, scene and, that was that was all just yeah. It's like a lot of you <laughs> can see where a lot of the waste was, 
And the fact that this director's cut was almost two hours long. Yeah, the regular one is like there's probably more shit on the cutting room floor. I think the it regular was like one's like three times in this movie. We were like, how the much regular is this? theatrical one was like a hundred minutes, and then there was like the uncut was like 112. And like you said, this one was like a two hours. No, so the uncut and the theatrical are the same length apparently. The only difference is that the theatrical cut is the only theatrical cut for the U.S. version, and apparently the only difference is that there's a blooper reel. In the yeah, cut, that in has, the credits, for, but it has all the scenes that we see in the uh, unrated. Is that the one that we saw? No, we watched we the, director's the director's cut. cut. I'm sorry, the director's cut. Apologies. The director's cut has new scenes that weren't in the unrated. Yeah, no, those that's are the, where the runtime. That's what is. the deleted scenes are at the end. Those blooper reels are the scenes that we saw. Oh, I yeah, gotcha, yeah. I, gotcha. I read that and I was like, oh, so you do kind of get to see them, but they're put off as blooper reels. So yeah, it's not okay, as, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is shitty blooper reel. Yeah, this no, was, real blooper reel. This movie exactly. was weird. The whole release thing was weird with good reason. I mean, considering the time this movie came out and the material that it's uh, yeah, there's no satirizing. way this movie got put into theaters. Like that, <laughs> yeah. I think once the distributor finally saw it, and then they were like, "Oh God, this is going to tra- cause people to like burn movie theaters we're down." We're going to get stuff. protests. Like, you're going to release this shit in like the South. Yeah, it was <laughs> like six years after 9 11. Are you kidding me? So you could release this in like LA or New York, but not UA like Bowl came no, out. not in New York. No, you couldn't. Oh, yeah, that's right. You could not. That, no. You couldn't, you couldn't really put this anywhere. That's the thing. He announced that this movie was going to have a large release. I think it was like 1,500, something uh, like that. Which isn't yeah. that large, honestly, if you think about it. It's probably large for Ooh. For that kind of yeah. movie, I guess what it was, it was kind of large. The theatrical distributors pulled out from the 1500 screening to just four. And then after he like panned and was like, oh, they don't want this movie because it's it's too in your face and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So uh, after that, a little it got a little bit of an increase and went from 12 screens and then it went to 21. I think it's telling that we can't even find out the name of the distributor for the US. It's just blank. <laughs> they're probably not even they're probably not even in business anymore. I know, but at least they should have but a yeah, name. It's, we it, should be able true. to find it's, these. There was, people yeah, it was like, weird the slight lack <laughs> and also the amount of information for this movie because there's like weird technical stuff that is just kind of omitted. I'm sure it all has to do with whatever crazy tax breaks you all got from the German government to get all this <laughs> money back for this. Um, Postal opened the day after Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Which led wow. to uh, video promotions from Bull, jokingly how that Postal would destroy other films at the <laughs> box office. He was not worried about this movie being bad. He he thought he uh, he thought he was going to fucking own Harrison Ford because he's a big <laughs> fucking LaBeouf. troll. He knows that it wasn't going to. He was just talking God, shit. Yeah. Uh, the director's cut was only released in Germany. I think Travis said that the DVD and Blu-ray release is being canceled indefinitely. But, I told you earlier yeah. before we recorded. Thank God for them internets, though, because yeah. we we got it. It was very expensive to import that German Blu-ray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, so those Raging Bull boxing matches that we have talked about before, and yeah. I think we saw a couple of seconds or minutes of it, those and some audio commentary were included in the DVD and the Blu-ray. Oh, we also have a full film commentary from Uwe Bull for nice. this movie. Really? That yeah. would actually, that would be pretty funny. Somehow, some way... This movie won two awards at the Hoboken International Film Festival, which is actually kind of a big deal. What? Um, it won Best Director and Best of Festival. Literally the top two 
like awards that you could win outside of like best actor if you're an actor. You know what I mean? So kind of so you said I mean, it was in Hoboken? Money to the judges Hoboken in the International Film Festival. It's something it's they do in New film York. Festival. Yeah, so no they did play it in New York. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, but it, it's a film festival. You you kind of had to like yeah, and it's an international one, so it wasn't really I get something. That, I know. Yeah, 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 best film, but uh, no other entries were there that year. Yeah, but exactly. it also it, just it also I won. Thought you were gonna say like it won a Razzie or something. Oh, like, no, oh yeah, it, that makes sense. It did. It won. It won three Razzies for worst supporting. Worst supporting, supporting, worst supporting. supporting actor, also worst director. So it somehow won worst director and best director. <laughs> but again, yeah, Razzies are, they're not good awards. You don't want those. So <laughs> lastly, Bull attempted to fund a sequel through Kickstarter on August 28th, 2013. Wow. How'd that do? Of course, the project was canceled on <laughs> October 3rd. Considering you only got $140,000 yeah, yeah, box yeah. office for Dude. the first one. So literally like... Uh, uh, over a month later and stuff, but not too long. It just uh, got canceled because of low funding. Obviously, I mean, <laughs> what would you expect? Got to happen. Got to undo that. I'll bill. buckle the bill to talk about Postal. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta lay down some truths. Yeah, they're coming. <laughs> Hot, wet truth. Yeah, another UA Bowl masterpiece. Yeah, I mean, it's still better than House of the Dead. Yes, not as good as Alone in the Dark. The ending, better than Blood Rain. The ending is not as good as Blood, uh, Alone in the Dark. So the me, ending goes, really, really struggled, and and it goes yeah. Alone in the Dark, Blood Rain, Postal. No, I'm sorry. It goes Alone in the Dark, <laughs> Postal, Blood Rain, House of the That's Dead. what we're gonna do after we finish these movies. We're gonna go we're gonna back rank and our rate our, 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 our UA dude. I cannot wait for Dungeon Siege because that's another one that what has the like fuck is that? I don't know, but it's a it's got like a cast. <laughs> oh jeez, it's got a strong a strong cast. I think that's the one that has like Sean Bean and uh, I think fucking what's the guy's name? He's in the, the Fast and Furious movie with the Rock, the new one. <laughs> The Jason Statham. Jason Statham. I think Jason Statham's <laughs> in it. I think he's in Dungeon Siege. And nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's all the interesting facts I found that was worth noting on Postal. But well, feel free to talk more things. about it. I'm almost too worried to talk about this because we're gonna get like picked up on some like scan. Nah. Where they're like scanning audio files and they're going to be like, these guys are terrorists or oh, something. Like, no. Yeah, because you <laughs> fucking said the word the now fucking, and it's going to pop up. The plot line for this movie is insane. It really is. From <laughs> from the very beginning. It opens with the 9-11 attack. Yes. The pilots. Yes. The pilots yeah. who hijacked the plane. It opens with them. Who decided because they weren't getting as many virgins <laughs> as Osama bin Laden promised after calling him on the phone mm-hmm. to confirm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Decide. Oh wait, no. Let's just take this to the Bahamas. Yes, and then but in then the Americans yes. break in and crash the plane because yes. they try to get the. So had they <laughs> to, like, away so UA's bull kind of point was had they not attempted to be heroes in their own civilian right, things would have gone fine. But I think but the only one where they yeah, attempted again, to be heroes the was the Camp David one. Fucking yeah. awful. Like, like, you just can't do that. The other that. ones like, were the ones where they weren't able to yeah, get in. It's, so. it's yeah. uh, oh, God. There, it's not a great opinion, UA. No, there was a line how UA wanted to convey something about victims of terrorist acts not being heroes. It makes them victims. But that doesn't come off in the movie at Not all. Not when you make it a comic. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. why I want to listen to the commentary for this movie because I'm just like, what were you thinking? I would I too. That would yeah. be because he had to have some pro- thought process throughout the whole time or he was just fucking winging it. Like, come on. I don't know. Yeah, but it's 
Yeah, and then from there we pick up on this guy that looks like the dude from Get Over It. Have any of y'all seen that movie with uh, Kristen Dunst and uh, yeah, I think and, so. Uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? The Dragon. Excuse me. He's a hip hop guy. I can't think the of his dragon. name. The dra- is, well, no, his name is something. It's he you're looks about, like Kel you're, Mitchell. You're talking about Zach Ward, though, right? The main guy. Yeah. Okay. The redhead. Yeah. So he's like a you know your run of the mill, just your average guy, just trying to make it in this shitty town, and his wife's fat and cheating on him. Or but something. she wasn't and, fat to begin with. She. Oh yeah, she got fat. She got yeah, fat and, and important details. Yeah, so yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing was sure to cover that. No, hey, she wasn't as hot as she used to be. The thing was that his life was fine at the beginning, and that it slowly just got shitty over time. Because they do have the whole part where they're like, remin- it's like they show pictures and it's reminiscing, and it's like, oh, it used to be happy, and now it's not. Yeah, but so he's looking for a job, Which doesn't and make he sense. can't find a job, so he goes to Dave Foley, his uncle. Yes. Who runs like this weird cult called something, but its initials are Doom, and so it's like a Doomsday cult thing. And yeah. he's got a bunch of he's got a bunch of women like stuff basically and, uh, brainwashed. Yeah, and everyone in this cult thinks he's God. He's just brainwashing chicks and he, grabbing tits because he like dick. wrote a Bible and stuff. Or yeah, something so they, they they have this plan to to steal a bunch of penis dolls. Yes. <laughs> From crotchy dolls, crotchy that have their it's a very popular show, I guess, in this yeah. universe. And there was a large shipment of these dolls that got sunk in the ocean, and only like a couple thousand survived, so they're very rare or something. Yeah, and so they that's wanted, the whole thing. They is knew they where they money. were going to be, so they're going to steal them so they could sell all the dolls for a huge profit. And Dave Foley's character could use them to pay off the IRS yes. because he owes a bunch of back taxes. Because he's being audited, which is what they, we see at the end. They didn't yeah. see him as 1. a... 1.2 million They didn't see him as a, a, a church or whatever. Cents. Like, he wasn't... He didn't get religious tax exemptions. So sure, yeah, yeah. He owns, like, a million dollars in, in back taxes. And and the other guy, his life just sucks. So he's like, yeah, I'll, me and my uncle, we're going to do this heist. And then simultaneously... A bunch of terrorists in the uh, Al Qaeda decide they also want to steal these same dolls so that they can fill them with the swine flu or with the bird flu, avian flu, avian flu, so that they can give them out to to people and they'll spread the the avian flu. And so you've got these two competing people all trying to steal the same stuff, (laughs) and just a lot of other weird shit in between. I don't really know. Some of it was just nonsensical violence. Yeah, I yeah. can't really the, put my finger. The welfare scene or whatever. whatever yeah, so the welfare scene and then the whole thing with the traffic, the Chinese lady and the, the cop. That I, caught me off guard. <laughs> so I guess it's supposed to be like, have you know? Have you ever been in that moment where you're just behind this person that just won't fucking move and you can't do anything about it? And I guess it's like, have you ever wanted to just fucking murder them? It's like, Okay, yeah, but to show it like that in that kind of sense and form, it just comes off like, what the fuck was that? He just shot that lady. The cop that shot her, too, he has a uh, a paralyzed man. Homeless who man. Who he rescued. Well, he's not homeless. <laughs> we find out that he wasn't homeless. The story I was that again, he... Again, I've missed like half of this movie. So the story was that he ran over the cop's dog. Oh, did I? I missed them. But he was riding a bicycle, and so he hits the dog... But then he flies over off of his bicycle and breaks his neck, mm. paralyzing himself Jesus. from the waist down. And the the cop was so mad that he hit and killed his dog that he said, "Well, I'm not going to take you to the police." The police. He just like throws him in his trunk and leaves him there for three days. 
and he comes back to the trunk and sees the guy still alive. So he's like, okay. Oh, is this the story he's explaining yeah, to like his so, partner at the table? Yeah. That so, was a scene that we that we saw in the uh, the special version, the director's okay. cut. Yeah, that wasn't in the other stuff. So he so. puts him in a, a wheelchair. Which with good reason. <laughs> and feeds him with a feeding tube and like changes his diaper and like lets him piss into a bottle and stuff. And then rolls him out to a corner on the street with a hat that people can put money into. And he, cl- he gets like 10 to $20 off this guy a day and then wheels him back and then leaves him in his garage overnight. It's pretty fucked up. And like, I was just like, what the fuck is this whole yeah. plot line? And then the whole like the two old guys <laughs> sitting at the table and they tell that AIDS joke. Like, God oh, damn yeah. it, man. I just <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of racist yes. shit in here. Yeah, and there's, going it, back to the, the scene with the, the traffic lady, it was just like it had to be an Asian woman. Yeah. It's just over the top and again it's one of those things too where it's like you, it almost I guess because what was it 2007 yes 2007 I feel like this was like the height of like that we're just trying to be edgy trying yeah, to be offensive that's like, what I was thinking there was too. a lot of material in those like that like span of like five years where like that was the thing like just to just be like that over the top just offensive stuff yeah outrage humor and like yeah. that kind of shit trying to push the envelope for the envelope sake yeah so I, I I think he wasn't the only person around this time doing it but this is like probably the most absurd amount especially something that's gonna be like a film and not like a a ten minute video on the on the web or some shit mm. I, I don't know I don't know well, what even this guy's for it to come out the time. in theaters you know you could kind of expect something like this from like a you know straight to video kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But me for it to get a theatrical release is just bananas. Yeah, uh, almost didn't, uh, but he he got it. He got it in the end. Has he featured himself in his movies before, or is this so. his first time? No, I think he has. I'm been. sure he's had cameos. I think he has. I'm sure he was like a zombie. This was his most or like or, up forward one though. Well, yeah, where, yeah. yeah this was, was really meta because he was even in it talking about how like. He's talking oh, about the movie keep, he's acting in. Yeah. Exactly. Well, even the guy, like the that, one he gets into a fight with the, the creator of Postal. Yeah, Vince, Vince De- Desi or something. That's yeah. all, that's like the shortened version of his name. It's because it's like a really long name. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because he even says, like, you fucked up my game. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's it goes full on like at the end and, and all that comment that he says about the Nazi gold. Oh, oh yeah. Geez. It's there's just it's like one after the other. You you something happens and you're just like. Holy shit, what? And then it like does some weird stuff for a little while, and then another thing happens. We're just like, dude, and this guy, the scene with the guy from the Big Lebowski, and he's him and the old man are talking, Uh and he said that his sister, yes, the AIDS joke. Oh, was that the yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Again, another scene that was not in anything but the director's cut. So (laughs) she thought sperm was medicine, so she got in the bottle, addicted to sucking dick or something, and then she feeds sperm to her children, and they all got AIDS. You didn't have to tell the whole. I had to tell it because it's like (laughs) what? Um, Like the the whole movie is that story. (laughs) Like every scene is just another thing of that. You could argue that he is like playing towards the unrationalized fear of you know gay sex and and aids and stuff that he's trying to be like you know like satire but it, again it doesn't it's just not done well it doesn't come off like that Poor, poorly executed yeah. yes yeah completely poor like again the joke made me laugh i'm not gonna uh, sit here and say i didn't fucking bust oh, out yeah, laughing there, like i said there were moments that's why i put it above other movies that he's but done because more, there were certainly moments where we were all just kind of like chuckling but that's stuff, more but. because of that actor's comedic timing not so much the writing the actual thing that he said yeah. but i guess i don't know 
I I also found it kind of weird to hear that joke come out of the guy, the old guy from Big Lebowski. No, I think it was. I think that it was, was the guy he perfect. was talking to. I think that, it was like, perfect right. because it, it made me think of the two old Muppets. Yeah, that, that review. I got that stuff vibe as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but like, I don't know if I'm gonna if I should tell you people to go see this movie. No. I don't think we should tell anybody to see any Ewa Bowl movie. I don't think we've done that yet. Because technically you would have to do a little bit of some some looking and searching for this one, probably. Not too hard, but it would be a little harder than other things. No, like you can no? stream you can stream the theatrical cut of this movie. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I think some commercial some service like online now that has like commercials or whatever. And again, the theatrical just cut, watch. Com, just the theatrical watch. cut isn't probably as offensive, but it it almost is missing things that would have made it otherwise slightly enjoyable just because of how out of this fucking world it was. Those deleted scenes helped because they were funny because of how crazy they were. Yeah. But without them, it might be a little more digestible or it could be boring. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, I think it'd be more on the boring side. The last, uh, the last half hour of this movie was definitely yes, it's hard not to watch. Yeah, it it goes. It's like the same thing with kind of like Doom. It almost goes full video game where he's just mowing down people. Yeah, and like with the whole FPS part where it just like goes really into the video game part of it. Except the FPS part of Doom is the best part of the whole movie. No, I'm not saying that that (laughs) one's. Or they're both bad. Yeah. I meant that it's just kind of they again they go full video game with yeah. What you got a character yeah. who the whole movie is like wearing button up shirt and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and all of a sudden he's got a machine gun. You're like, oh, this must yeah. Be the all video of a sudden game he is the postal. Dude. Yeah, yeah. There was a time whenever I came back in uh, from cooking that um, <laughs> the fucking cat. Yeah, Drew had the benefit of getting to walk out of the room for large portions of the <laughs> film, so he probably feels better about it than the rest of the rest of us do. <laughs> well, kind of like to what Ethan said to where we went like too video gamey, like yeah, to the point to where he's like got the cut off, so he got. Got the sleeveless shirt. And yeah, what's the, the point? Of, what's is the tattoo in the video game? I don't remember. Oh, okay, I, don't, but, I thought it was. I but assumed. yeah, I remember thinking in my head, I was like, "Oh, now this movie's gone full postal." Yeah, yeah with the cat and the silencer. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, that's uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, you're you're glad that the cat's okay, but you're just like, what just happened? Also, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, well, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing that doesn't make any sense, sense. There is so much hate on mental illness in this movie yeah it's like they just do- keep doubling down on it and yeah. it's really just like damn dude like who hurt you that had many mental <laughs> handicaps in your past life like jesus i don't think anybody hurt him i think he, he's just trying to be controversial i guess i mean at some point it's got to be more psychological than just he's trying to push the limit though like i don't know I don't have very much else to say about Postal. No, I mean, that covers it. It's yeah, it's too nonsensical to just sit down and be like, oh, A to B to C to D. Like, it just, it's just a bunch of memories. This of is things like a that movie I, wish I hadn't seen. This is like a movie <laughs> when you have 30 people at your house and they're ha- and you're having a party and you put this on because nobody's watching the television and you yeah. just need like a background noise of action or something. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely not that movie. No, no. Again, nobody's <laughs> watching it. It's no, just I, exactly, on. I, well, I, I guess, wouldn't put post. I guess on. music would be a better choice. This is yeah, the kind I of movie. I don't throw many parties. Because if you were to throw this movie on with a bunch of people, uh, you know, and, and no one's leave. paying attention and you hear some something off color from yeah, this like movie, an, it wouldn't come off very well for just you. Just an out of no, like, I left field racist statement. joke yeah, or something exactly. like that. Like, 
What the fuck did Ethan put on? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess this I, is fucked up. I retract my say that. Now that I thought about that, I actually this is the kind of movie if you own it on idea. disc and people come over, you, you hide, hide it. The disc. You put it in a safe. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're a hardcore Fucking background noise movie, hard, Jesus Christ. If you are a hardcore UA Bull fan, go watch this. If not, I don't think any of those you exist. can avoid it. No, there's definitely some UA Bull fans out there. I think we call them UA Bull apologists. That's probably, fans. They're probably apologists. UA Bull apostles. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should go to, we, we need to write Comic Palooza and demand them to get UA Bull here. I want to thank you guys for listening with us this week. Hope you liked what you heard. I liked talking about it because I love the sound of my own voice. Please go to absentmindedpodcast.com and give our main podcast a try if you haven't already. Hopefully the majority of you have. If not, please go check that out now. Right now, give both of those shows a five-star rating and a follow or a sub. Turn on your notifications so you know when we post an episode right away so you can immediately go listen to it because you don't want to miss anything that we say or talk about because it keeps you up to date on video games, gaming, and now movies and entertainment stuff. Most of it anyway. It's a lot to cover in two weeks. The news. I have been your host, Ethan Newbolt, at Soulsbjorn. As with me always, the masculine, the sexy Andrew Crandall. I don't know what to say. That's fine. It's better than the (laughs) you just breathing. (laughs) At Andrew Loves Video Games. And my right-hand man, the brain to my brawn, the PlayStation to my PlayStation, Travis Stockton. I can beat you up. At Ray Charizard. <laughs> I don't want to beat you up. I, I can, I can totally beat you up. I want to fight you. That was after my watch, guys. We'll see you. We'll see y'all later. Not closing out the show with the same energy you started with. You gotta, it's, uh, you're winding down. Yeah. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Little fuckers. <laughs> Get out of here. Go play some Apex Legend, you little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>